Hello, and, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, a podcast where we will enlighten you of all the hidden stuff you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this work since 2005 and have learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes? Have you ever had an exit interview go wrong? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> that is well, such a nightmare. Oh, and like, first of all, nobody wants to do the exit interview anyway, right? right. You just want to get out of there and <laughs> not have to <laughs> answer explain, a bunch of explain questions. Explain like, well, why are you leaving? Yes. Um, but there's all, a, lot of value inf- a lot of valuable information you can get when somebody is leaving your company or choosing to leave your company. Um, and it is a lot of looking for patterns and things like that. So um, that is our topic for today. Um, why are people leaving, you know, yeah. and, finding, and getting to the, the bottom of that? Yeah, and it's it's um, common. You know, there's more, like right now, there's a confidence level. So more and more people are leaving their jobs mm-hmm. often for another job or for some other opportunity right. to start so their own thing or sometimes whatever. Sometimes referred to as ghosting. Yeah, sometimes they just, like, don't show up. Right. Like, after a couple of days, they just, you never see this person again, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. <laughs> it is like, for me, too. How could you just not show up? At least in but our industry, I'm like, I will see you again somewhere. <laughs> live in the same city. It may feel like the easy way to handle it, but in the long run, it's not going to bode you very well. So yes, I, I will knock on wood. We've never had that happen with us, but I have heard many horror stories from other people oh, I about too. this happening. And actually, you know, doing staffing too, we might've had, and that's, this is like in 14, 15 years of business. Once in a while, somebody does ghost one of our clients and we're yeah. like, uh, they said yes, and they should have been there. And yeah. That makes us feel terrible. It's so so really happens. I will just <laughs> say as a as just some sort of announcement to to help all people in staffing, please don't just ghost your staffing company. They can handle it for you. I mean, it's better if we know and then we can talk it through, but when the client calls us and says, Yeah, they didn't show up, that's just so embarrassing. So, so crazy. Yeah. So I think that a lot of times companies do have this exit interview process, which <laughs> we all love, as mm-hmm, previously mm-hmm. stated. Um and I, you know, you understand the purpose of it. You're right. hoping to talk to that person. It is valuable out, information. Yeah. Find out why they're leaving. Find out, you know, what you could have done better. But I think the reality of it is, I don't think people are very honest, first of all. Yeah. Like, they usually aren't going to tell you. And in my experience where it went horribly wrong, I actually told them. And that really backfired. <laughs> 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 that was uh, not a great idea. Like, you know, they said they wanted to know, but they really didn't yeah. want to know, right? They and wanted so to hear you got a better offer, or you're just taking time off to be with family, yeah, or something like that. But nonsense. Sometimes but they don't want to know the the real reason. But yeah, so you know, generally people are not candid and they hold back. And um, you know, I guess even if they do tell you the real reason, then you have to figure out what you're going to do with that information. But gen- generally, they're just not very effective. Mm-hmm. So there are other ways you can find out, you know, I, I think more you can find out what's going on through some observation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of, you know, how they left, what the circumstances were, where they went, things like that, that would probably tell you at least as much, if not more as a formal interview. Yeah. In some cases too, you know, if they're willing to be honest, it could possibly save like a huge exodus from your company. Cause you know, maybe there's just one person that is rubbing everybody wrong. Nobody has said anything. And, 
you know, it, it gets to the point where finally maybe somebody in an exit interview, you're, somebody says something. But um, more than likely, sometimes if you're just getting people that go to these exit interviews and all from the same department or with a certain team, then you're like, okay, there is a problem with this team and I got to figure out what it is. Um, yeah, and that can save you a ton of time. Yeah, like you're looking for clues, I think. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you mm-hmm. know, they're not necessarily telling you, but you're like, okay, maybe I have one of those big wall charts with the string. <laughs> right. Like on CSI, you know, you're trying to pull the pieces together of, of this puzzle. Um, so like how they left can mm-hmm. tell you a lot. You mm-hmm. know, is it, you know, they give you two or more weeks of notice. They're practically in tears telling you, right. they tell you how, you know, I loved here working here. I got so much out of it. My major was amazing. There's nothing you could do right. to keep but me. This because is such a great opportunity. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Versus, you know, I never show up the next day or just impossible. Like people just walk out or they right. give you a couple days notice or, or whatever that can tell you a lot. Just the manner in which they leave mm-hmm. is probably mm-hmm. reflective of how they felt about working there. Yeah. And it, it depends on the person too, or the situation because there's like about a thousand ways that people can walk out the door. Um, some will follow the rules and give you that two weeks. Some will, you know, keep hinting that they're going to quit, you know, and hoping that, you know, something is going to change on a team. Um, some people just quit and never, you never find out why, you know, they're just, just don't want to talk about it or there's just want to be done. Um, some are the type that want that are a little more dysfunctional and they might just burn the bridge on their way out, you know, like see y'all and, you know, and they just go running out the door. And then again, there's just the people that just will, you know, walk out and, or ghost you or, or things like that. Mm -hmm. And each of them could be personality based, but it also could be based on some sort of dysfunction within the company. Yeah. I mean, if somebody doesn't even feel like they need to call and tell you they're not coming back, Mm -hmm how connected do they feel to that company or anyone? They probably were not very loyal to the company, not loyal to you, the manager or anything else. Yeah. And they, and, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Like they probably didn't feel like they were even part of that team. They didn't even, you know, owe you a phone call or an email about it. Right. You know? Right. So it does, I think it does tell you a lot. It, It reflects. And you know, one person or even two people doing something that seems out of the norm, can be explained but if you start to see it like you said if you start to see repeated patterns Mm -hmm. of people always leaving a certain department or a certain manager or in a certain way over and over right that should start to tell you something is going on there (laughs) exactly exactly and it's it's definitely worth investigating in that regard so another thing is talking to the employees coworkers. Mm mm-hmm what mm-hmm. can you find out from them about, you know, maybe why they left or right. what was going on, you know, that may have been causing them issues or whatever. And like you said, sometimes that's where some of the, well, okay, I'm <laughs> going to tell you what's really going on. <laughs> right. Like s- sometimes you will get to someone who really is willing mm-hmm. to tell you. And every team usually has one or two that will kind of speak up on behalf of the group. Right, <laughs> right. And if you can find that person, then sometimes you can start to figure out like, oh, is there an issue with, you know, and it could be lots of things. It could be an, a competitor's offering something more attractive. Mm-hmm. It could be a problem with the manager. It could be the workload's too much. Like, who knows? Right. But you, you need They didn't have some the freedom insight. to do what they wanted. I mean, it could be your operations. could be the software you use. It could be like a thousand different things because everybody's an individual and everybody has their own reasons. So you have to just kind of sort through that and see 
what the deal is in this case. Yes. Yeah. So trying to maybe figure out who that person or those people on your team are who will be honest mm-hmm. with you and <laughs> getting them to talk a little. Right. <laughs> and sometimes they, they might just be loyal to that friend and just say, well, if they didn't tell you that I'm not going to tell you either. Yeah. Um, you could try and, and coax it a little out of them by saying, you know what, I'm, well, I'm trying to make it better make things make this a better place to work and maybe they'll be more open and things like that but it, it is definitely valuable to find out if there's a problem and when you know you're in a an ownership position or if you're in a management position sometimes the you know everybody likes to pretend like everything is fine you know nothing to worry about here and um, in fact there is things going on that you're, you're just kind of being sheltered from yes I think that's kind of an interesting position is when people on your team assume you know right but you actually don't right you know it's like well why didn't you ever say anything it was like well we thought you knew Mm -hmm. we thought you thought that was okay like "Mm, no and no (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it's kind of an odd position I think people almost think you do know everything Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you don't or sometimes someone will behave one way with you but differently when you're not around like there's all kinds of things that happen so um yeah, if if you can start to get some insight maybe through other people's mm-hmm, eyes, mm-hmm. that can really help. Or if anything, you know, just start trying to be a little more um, sensitive to what you see around you. It's like, okay, something's happening. I don't know what it is. I'm going to really start paying attention to this. Because you, in, in many cases, you just get caught up in your own work and you're not looking for those nuances. But once it, something is said, you're like, okay, now I, I'm going to just really kind of be alert to everything. Yes, that's a great point. Just having your radar up a little. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, another thing that can be very helpful, especially a little bit over time, I guess, is just paying attention to what happens with employees after they leave your company. Right. You know, do they, what do they go on to do? Do they all go to work for a certain competitor? Do they, are they all, you know, parents who decide to stay home? Mm -hmm. Like that might tell you something about the workload or having more flexibility, maybe you could have retained them. You know, it. if you keep seeing, again, it's just the patterns like you were talking about. If you keep seeing the same things happening multiple times, then you can think about, like, is there something there you could, like, could you do something mm-hmm, to change mm-hmm, that? Like, mm-hmm. is there something that you could make your company more attractive than that competitor? Or you could have provided that flexibility for the parent or, you know, somebody wants to go back to school, could you have provided them, you know, time with, you know, to do that or whatever. If you keep seeing people leave for, you know, one of a couple reasons, maybe there's something you could change that would help retain them. Yeah. Or, or are people just quitting and they have no job, (laughs) which means they just want to get out of there. Yeah. That's scary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just leaving. I have no plans, but I'm just leaving. No plans, but I can't stay here. That's probably really, uh, telling. Yeah. <laughs> and with all of this said, I mean, I, I do also think that there are um, ways that you do to kind of prevent the ultimate thing happening too, with people quitting and stuff like that. And that's just really communicating well with your team on a lot of different levels. And, you know, we have um, implemented some of those things and a lot of it are, you know, one-on-one touch base meetings um, where, you know, people can talk to their manager or somebody else um, at, at on one-on-one and just kind of air their grievances, if you will. If What are you struggling with? Is there anything I can help you with? Are you, what about growth opportunities? Or um, what's the skip one that we do? The Oh, like a skip level? Yeah, skip meeting? level. Mm-hmm. I'll have you explain that. Yeah, where, um, so you, so like the maybe the owner of the company 
would meet with the people on someone's team without the manager. Okay, yes. So they're trying to just find out, you know, how effective that manager is, what that person can do to approve, because a lot of times part of your job is to help your your managers improve and develop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you can find out, you know, what they're really good at and where they have room for improvement, the people that know are the people that work for them. Right, (laughs) right. So, um, you know, getting them to share some of that information. And a lot of this stuff is all about people feeling safe and trusting and, you know, that psychological safety where they will be willing to share things with you. If you don't have trust in your company, it's going to be hard to find out any of this information. Mm -hmm. And probably people will just, you know, quit and walk out because they are afraid you'll like not pay them through Friday or whatever. (laughs) It's like they don't trust you at all. Right. Right. Or so. in some instances, too, it's like, well, okay, well, everybody, everything I tell you is just going to get back to my manager, mm-hmm. you know, and they might not want to be put in that uncomfortable place of, well, this person said this about you. What are you going to say about that? So as the, the owner who is conducting these meetings, you have to be able to go back to that manager and provide some constructive criticism that does not breach any trust. Otherwise, people will stop telling you things. Yes, that's that's a great point. Like you have to be able to act on the information and, and make improvements. But but without revealing or without breaking that trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and there's another side of people leaving your company that isn't always bad. Like, you know, sometimes you can think about it as like your alumni group. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes people come to your company and they work with you however many years and then they go on to the next thing and you can be sad and upset about it. Or you might be sad they're leaving, mm-hmm. but you could be upset or hurt or whatever, or you could look at what they're going on to do Mm -hmm. and you could look back five and 10 years and see where all of the people who have worked with you over the years have all the things they've gone on to accomplish. It's pretty awesome. I think it is too. Like you have to maybe take the point of view of it not being personal. Right. If you do have trust and you believe, you know, you treat people really well and they're leaving for the right reasons because they get great opportunities Mm -hmm. or it's a development area that you just don't need or can't offer to them, but they can go, you know, learn this thing that they really care about somewhere else. And you get to see them go off and do that. That's Mm -hmm. pretty powerful also. I think it is too. And I think the reality of it is as well is, you know, people just change jobs. I mean, I don't think anybody listening um, is still at their first job. I doubt they're still babysitting or maybe bartending (laughs) or things like that, you know, which was their first job. And, And let me just say nothing wrong with babysitting or bartending. Um, it's just that some people just, especially if you love it, I mean, that's definitely the place to stay, but I'm definitely not at my first job. I'm probably like at my 20th job. <laughs> and I, you know, <laughs> you just kind of look back and, at your history and what you've gained from each job. And if you're the employer, you might just think, okay, this person just got everything they needed from here and now they're moving on to their next thing. Yeah. Um, that's a great it, way to think exciting. about it. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So, as long as you are maybe watching for the issues to make sure they're not leaving for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. If they are, you can try to correct it. If they're leaving for the right reasons, then you just get to celebrate it. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you'd like to hear about, don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at portfoliocreative.com.